If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Now, the Common Sense Psychic with Phyllis King. Phyllis brings a unique and down-to-earth style with her Common Sense Psychic readings and spiritual dialogue with callers and guests. Here's your host for the Common Sense Psychic, Phyllis King. Uh, Good afternoon and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic, and it is an on-air readings day. I'm looking forward to your calls and questions. I'm going to take a couple minutes to... Uh, look at who's in the queue and see what's up, and I'll be back very shortly, and we'll get going. Um, stay with me. You're listening to Phyllis Kane, the Common Sense Psychic. to the show again i'm phyllis king and happy friday it's been uh one of those days already if you know what i mean (laughs) 
I'm so happy to be back. I wasn't able to be here last Friday Live, but I was able to share with you uh, Dr. Joe Vitale, who is someone who's near and dear to my heart. Uh, he was so kind. He wrote a foreword to my last book, and he's just such the epitome of grace and kindness, and he just really walks the walk. That's all I can say. Um, let's see. The chat room's looking good. Uh, if you'd like to get on the air, the number's 917-889-2894, 917-889-2894. Find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter, and my website's my name, phyllisking.com. Okay, we're going to start in Georgia, and we're going to talk to Sophia. Sophia, let's see. You want to know, welcome, Sophia. You want to know about spiritual gifts? Say a little bit more about that, love. Welcome. Hi, Phyllis. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. My pleasure. (laughs) I would like some insight into, a little guidance into what can I expect next or upcoming as far as uh, my spiritual path, my spiritual gifts. Oh, now tell me what you have now. I mean, what are what are you currently doing? Right now, I'm not doing anything as far as using using them. And what do, what knows? What I'm asking is, what are you aware that you have? Um, I know I'm a natural healer. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm also you're just a very right, lucid dreamer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, well, let me pull in your impressions, and I'll tell you what I see about you. Sophia from Georgia. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, you know, you have that typical healer thing. A lot of healer, my friends who are in that business, um, modesty, which is very wonderful in many ways, but... If you want to make any kind of a living at it or charge money for it, you might have to be a little more vocal and speak up about what you have or what you're interested in. Um, Is that something you're interested in and actually charging any money for it, or is this just going to be something you do from the kindness of your heart? What's the vision? Um, The vision is both, but, yes, mainly looking at entrepreneurship. Okay. Eventually. Well, what you want to do is focus on what you're really good at. You're showing me hands-on healing is something that would be really great for you too, but you're also talking to me about teaching and coaching. So you have a lot of information that it would mm-hmm. be yeah, spiritual teaching, but you just have to figure out how you need to describe your point of view. So you can talk to people about their situations and their life and give them some feedback on it. And when you marry that, with either hands-on healing and just your innate sensibility about healing, um, you can be really potent and powerful, but you do have to make the decision and own it. Uh, Really own it and just say, this is me. Like it, don't like it, whatever, but I'm going to do me. And you have to do it unapologetically. Uh, Will you? Oh, sure. Yes, no doubt. No problem. (laughs) I'm already there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So um, do you have a different question for me then? Um, yes, mediumship. Yeah. Um, because some of the things I've been experiencing, I'm not sure if that is uh, a path for me or maybe I should just let go and let flow, just sit back. Look, and at, you can do whatever you want to do, and that's the most important thing. 
you want to do what resonates the most with you. If you're already psychic or you have some intuitive gifts and you know how to pull in information and you understand that intuitive thing, there's no reason you can't teach yourself or be taught how to open up to talk to dead people. It's all available. But what resonates the most with people and what causes you to bring in money is what you're most excited about and what you feel right about. So you can do any of it or all of it or parts of it or mix and match. It really is no, it doesn't matter. It matters how you feel about it. Um, And that's the most important thing. And as long as you're feeling great about what you're doing, and I'll tell you what, I do a lot of different things, not only because I like them, but it keeps it interesting. I don't want to do the same thing every day. You know what? And that's pretty much where I was, but I wanted your, um, your gifted insight as well, and you 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 kind of answer that pretty much. Awesome. Uh, just bringing everything together and do one unique thing, just combining everything. Cool. Well, I can't okay. wait to hear. Do you have a website yet, Sophia? No, not yet. Well, next time we get your website up, call me and we'll take a peek and tell everybody about it. All right. Thanks, Phyllis. All right, love. Have a great day and a wonderful weekend. You too. Thanks for calling. All righty. Okay, let's go up to Canada and talk to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Welcome. What's going on with your career? Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What's going on with your career? Um, I'm unemployed right now. (laughs) Well, that's an interesting strategy. That's an interesting career move. I'm kidding. Just ignore me. Uh, okay, so you're unemployed. How long has that been going on? Uh, just for a month now. And what what are you what are you looking to do? Well, I'm hoping to actually get back to uh, another province to work. So I'm just kind of waiting on a a call from them. I interviewed, but I haven't heard back yet. And is it a job that you love? A role you like doing? Yes, very much so. Okay, and what is it? Just so I can dial it in what is it what's that role it's it would be a scheduler planner role in the nuclear industry oh my gosh okay um oh okay well you're going to be working like five minutes from now i mean any minute you're going to be working again so there's not much excitement there other than the waiting will be over so yeah that's pretty much it you're, you're a little boring today, but uh, congratulations. <laughs> you know, any minute here, you're going to get that call back or whatever. You're going to be employed just any minute here. Okay. Awesome. So, so I would enjoy your weekend and sleep in as much <laughs> as you possibly can because that's going away. That's my best advice. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be long term because my last job was only a couple months. So that was just kind no. of uh you're, okay, well, let me let me put a caveat in here because you are either you are going to be employed for a, a long period of time. The next position you accept in five minutes from now um, is <laughs> it will either move into something else or that position itself will turn into long-term employment. But and so I have a sense you're going to be hired for one thing and move into something else, which is full-time permanent. And I see you employed like on and on and on and on and on as long as you know as long as you want to be. Wicked. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're boring today. All good stuff. Easy. 
But thank you for holding. Have a great weekend. I'm not kidding. You better do some sleeping in. (laughs) You have a great weekend, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for calling. I do appreciate it. Um, Crystal in Philadelphia, welcome to the, well, let me press the button. Hi, Crystal, welcome. Hi, thank you. Okay, so what's going on? You have a new relationship or what's the story? Um, I don't, I just, I, I was seeing somebody for quite some time, we're no longer together. Um, so oh. I'm just wondering what's going on. What was that person's first name? Okay, let's look. Um, you know that I, I feel sad about this situation. That's the first thing I, I feel because there's certainly a legitimate connection and you know a life feels like there was you know you guys had a thing. So when when a transition like this happens and you guys are trying to make new lives, you know obviously some part of you has felt like it, you know one or the other or both of you felt like it was the right thing to do, but. It's not easy, I would say, for either of you. And, um, you know, you both feel lost. And so I'm kind of wondering why you guys aren't together. It doesn't um, really make sense to me. He apparently is, it's embarrassing to say, having a baby with somebody else, apparently. Oh, all right. Well, that would do it. And, and the sad part about that, you know, he's going to make the best of it, but he's not in love with the mom and I think he's yeah. going to do his best, but yeah, it's a sad well, I don't thing. Even know if it's his, I don't even know if that's actually yeah. his or if I'm just being my, on my side thinking that I just want to stop thinking about it. <laughs> you know, but I would tell you, I, I, this is one of these things that you two will connect again at some point in the future. I, I, it's hard to see exactly when because it's fluid because there's so many different things going on. For instance, is the baby his? Um, probably. I would say energetically it looks 90% certain. But there is a teeny, teeny possibility it couldn't be. But that's going to take a little while to determine. And once it's mm-hmm. determined, I mean, he and this woman, it would be the biggest mistake of his life to get married to her. I mean, you know, I, he's a good person and he might try and do the right thing, but Anyhow, once things stabilize for him, which is sometime after the baby is born, um, it could be a year, it could be two years, it could be five years, it could be six, but it's in the future, you two will come back together and have a new discussion. You will have moved on, is my sense, that you will also have moved on because you don't have a choice, you know, but mm-hmm. it is sad. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel mm-hmm. for you, this is not easy in any way. And I'm sorry, it just sucks. Sometimes things mm-hmm. just suck, and there's no way to put a spiritual frame around it to say this doesn't suck. But right. time, you know, our job really spiritually is to just find a place of acceptance for what is as, as soon as we can, and then find a way to evolve beyond it, which is what you're doing. You're trying to move your life forward, and you know, you will get your life going, um, ex- you know, separate from him, and you will meet someone else, you know. You're showing me next year just because you don't look quite ready, but you will find someone else. You're wonderful. And, you know, there's no reason you won't have your own situation happening. And But because this thing has been left open, ended the way it is, it, 
inevitable that you'll come back together at some point to talk it out, have it out, or bring it to completion in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, you see how he's feeling that. towards me? <laughs> you know, I think he feels awful, actually. I think he still cares about you. I think that love is still present. And he feels like a complete ass for what he did. And he's gotten himself in this situation. And he's going to make the best of it. He's going to man up. Um, but I think he's so full with his own life stuff right now. All, and he thinks about you. He just feels bad. So, yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry. I just want to say no, I'm that's... sorry, but, you know, give it some more time and just keep doing whatever you're doing to take care of yourself. It'll get you where you're trying to go. All right. Thank you so much. All right, Crystal. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for the call. That's, that's hard. You know, sometimes life is just hard, you know, and I don't know that it helps or not to hear, but the purpose of hardship is to help us get strong, whether we recognize it or not. That's spiritually what it's about so that we can learn to receive more and learn how to be happy despite the crap that comes on us. So, you know, you have to look at it like going to the gym, lifting weights to become stronger. And, you know, that's why stuff happens. And, you know, I trust that Crystal will have another relationship that goes the distance, but boy, that's, that's hard. That's just all there is to it. It's hard. Um, Okay. Let's see. Where are we here? Um, Texas, Cora. Hi, welcome. Hello, hi there. Hi. So, you want to know about your husband or yourself? <laughs> yeah. Um, husband's job. There's just been some changes at work, but wanted to know uh, how this is going to pan out. Because he's very creative. Um, yeah, I, I'm watching him move into actually an expansive pattern. So, there is some chaos and different energy is moving around currently, but as the year moves on, he looks happy and it looks like things are moving and expanding at his company or whatever. So these changes will end up being beneficial for him. Uh, Just right now it's a little chaotic and weird and it it just takes a little time for things to settle in and develop a new rhythm, but actually feel really good for him. Okay. Yeah, because he was just concerned because he's been noticing some changes there in my role. His security, so he was just concerned well, about it. Yeah, I feel good for him, So, but it's going to take the better part of the summer for things to kind of develop. But I, as I see him in the fall, it looks good. I'm liking what's happening for him personally, so I, I want him to wait it out. I don't want him to jump ship just yet, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, 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 Okay, that's wonderful. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Very good. Great to hear from you, Cora. Have a wonderful weekend. We appreciate thank the call. You. You're welcome. Yeah, something weird going on in the chat room today. If any of you have been trying to get in the chat room, there was some kind of a weird um, um, error message I've never seen before. And I've not even seen anybody in there, which is highly unusual. So maybe I'll launch it again and see if something else pops up. You know what? I'm going to take a really quick break, and when I come back, I'll get some more of your calls and questions. If you'd like to get on the air, the number is 917-889-2894. Are you listening to Phyllis King and the Common Sense Psychic? Stay with me. Do you have difficulty getting into a deep, restful sleep? 
Realizing your goals or letting go of past hurts? Perhaps you're plagued with chronic fatigue or some other stress-induced disorder. Shift into a deeply coherent, high-vibration state with the Paths of Grace guided imagery CDs. Hi, I'm Donna Morish, and with over 30 years as a psychotherapist, I've discovered how to take the body-mind into a state that helps you overcome your most challenging patterns and find inner peace. Paths of Grace is a tool to reset your brain and your body's stress patterns. Every time you listen to Paths of Grace CDs, you'll step into a virtual spa that leads you effortlessly into the healing mode for the body and the entry point to the intuitive mind. Paths of Grace listeners consistently report improved sleep, greater self-confidence, reduction in anxiety, and the ability to let go of unhealthy habits. Visit pathsofgrace.com or call 510-888-1091. Some 20 years ago, millions of people around the world were riveted by the compelling near-death experiences shared in the book Saved by the Light by Daniel Brinkley. His book resounded so powerfully with the world, it remained on the New York Times bestseller list for 14 weeks. Now Daniel and his wife Catherine have released a new book entitled Secrets of the Light, Lessons from Heaven. Daniel again shares compelling accounts with us from his three near-death experiences. He also shares specific lessons and insights he brought back from the other side. Insights timely for us to use in our lives right now. The proceeds from Secrets of the Light will be donated to the nonprofit group, The Twilight Brigade. The Twilight Brigade was co-founded by Daniel in 1997. It offers financial, emotional, and hospice care to dying veterans and their families. Make a difference in your life and the life of a veteran. Read Secrets of the Light, Lessons from Heaven today. Available in bookstores now. Let's return to the Common Sense Psychic. Once again, here's your host, Phyllis King. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. Today is an on-air reading day. If you'd like to get on the air, the number is 917-889-2894. 917-889-2894. Uh, just something I want to offer up here. Um, you know, we're on this planet to expand ourselves spiritually. I mean, that's what the life experience is really about you know the divine has concocted this stage for us to play in so that we can grow and expand ourselves because if consciousness doesn't expand what's it going to do it's going to die contract i mean that, that's human language and and we expand ourselves through experience anything that makes us feel uncomfortable scared upset whatever it's learning how to deal with that and become stronger and bigger so that we can remain happy and steady. And all these problems that we have in terms of finding relationship or job or problem with our children or money, whatever it is, they're really kind of the carrots that are dangled before us to inspire us to keep changing and to keep expanding ourselves. And, you know, you just think about it. If you're on a beach in the Bahamas, having a good old time in the clear blue waters and sipping a, you know, a lovely drink and just chilling, I feel pretty darn good. Who's going to want to do any growth? Who's going to want to expand? You're never going to want to change a darn thing. It just feels too good, right? And so this is why we come into the human experience, to try on something different, to liven it up. It's kind of like, just think about, you use that vacation scenario. You go on vacation two, three, maybe even four weeks if you're lucky enough, 
And eventually you want to get back to being productive. You want to get back to feeling useful. You want to get back to doing something that has meaning and value for most people. Um, and that's what we're doing here in the life experience. And um, it isn't that we shouldn't pay attention to the challenges we're having and solve them with uh, thoughtfulness and consideration, but we do want to keep in context that we are a spiritual, timeless being having a human experience, and we don't have to necessarily take things so, so seriously and recognizing that everybody's going through the same thing. Everybody's going through all kinds of challenges and difficulties. We often feel like we're singled out and like we're the only one. And not to diminish your own experience, but we're all going through stuff. And when you have a more expanded view that we're all going through it, it's not just me, it ends up lightening the load a bit. And we really open ourselves to receive divine guidance, divine sustenance, inspiration, support. And you begin to be like, you know, a buoy in the ocean, bobbing around with the waves as opposed to slapping up against the waves and getting smacked every which way. Anyhow, that's the perspective I just wanted to put out there for the moment. Um, let's see. Let's go to Colorado and talk to Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome. Hey, Phyllis. Laura. Good hey, to hear from um, you. I know. You too. Hey, so I'm just having some trouble with both of my girls, and my oldest is Haley, and my youngest is Kelly, and I just I don't know what to do here. Haley is having... Um, some issues and uh, she's gone to a doctor and I'm just not sure what's going on with her and then Kelly um, is having trouble with um, her cheerleading and her coaches I just a little worried well now what kind of household do you guys are you I mean you sound so sweet and nice but do we have a pretty rigid routine going on or what's going on in the house that everybody's feeling so much pressure? Well, we're in the middle. Um, we're going to be moving. We are um, in the middle of uh, selling our house and we're going to purchase a new one. So we are, you know, we're having actually one built. So we we're in the middle of that a little bit. Um, so is that local? You're moving still going to be yes, local? Yes. We're, we're okay. literally like moving across the, like not even a mile from here. Well, I was, and I was, that could be part of it, but I'm also referring to how the family is run. Are you guys, is it run like a tight ship or how, no, what's the no, demeanor no, no. in your we're, house? We're pretty okay. lax. We're pretty okay. lax. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's what I'm getting at with the girls. Both the girls are showing me that they both feel enormous pressure. And so I'm, I'm trying to look, is it from schools? Is it from peers? Is it from the family? I can't pinpoint exactly where it's coming from, but both of them look like they're under enormous pressure. And so, you know, part of that is part of growing up, but there is a lot of pressure growing up and school is vastly different than when I was a kid. That yeah. It's just more focused and there's just so much more to do. And, um, and the standards are very high for what people, what kids are supposed to accomplish. But I'm just seeing with both of them, and they kind of tag team off of me. You'd almost think they were twins. It's like the way they match each other's energy. They're really yeah. influenced by each other consciously or unconsciously. So, you know, I don't know if you guys have taken a vacation anytime or, if, you know, school, I guess, coming to a close, so you will be. 
But it seems like how can we take the pressure off or the pressure they're putting on themselves? Now, you said the one, Haley's going to a doctor. Is that a psychologist or a medical doctor? Yeah, a psychologist. Yeah, a psychologist. Okay. She kind of has like a mental break because she does yeah. too much pressure on herself. Yeah. Well, look, at, um, I'm, I'm sure that that will help in some way. Um, and I think getting out of school, I hope there's no summer school or anything like that planned. No. Good. It just feels like um, a good break would be just what the doctor got ordered. And if you can take a vacation and get a change of scenery and have some fun, just go have right. some fun. That would be good. And the daughter, what's the daughter who does the cheerleading stuff? Kelly. Kelly. I mean, it's amazing when I see these young girls do that cheerleading stuff. It, it really mm-hmm. takes a lot out of you and what your mm-hmm. body goes through. It's you One of the really coaches was mean to her last night. Oh, One of the coaches yeah. were mean to her last night. So it, I don't know yeah. what to they do about this. They take it seriously. I mean, it's it's become this whole competitive sport, essentially. And it's just it's it can be dog eat dog. So I would take her temperature to see if it's something that she really loves and wants to keep doing. You know, um, and if she decides maybe she wants to try something else, unless she really thinks she wants to do this moving into college or something. But um, so you don't it, see that, that this coach is going to ease off of her at all? No, not at all. I mean, it's it's they take it seriously, and they want kids to like. It, it, they don't they don't care if they have fun or not. Let's put it that way. Right. So I would take your daughter's temperature to see if it's something she really loves enough. Because if you love something, you'll put up with that really intense criticism and correction and stuff. But it's a lot to ask of yourself unless you really love it. So maybe that's a discussion you two could have and see if she's really into it. Okay. And maybe she might want to do something else. And my sense is she will at some point. But she she has to know she has permission to stop if she wants to. Oh, sure. I, and I've told her that for sure. And, okay. You know, I wonder if it would help to go talk to this coach or not. You know, maybe, maybe not. I think it really depends on what her mindset is. If you feel like something was unfair or unjust about the way it happened, you yeah. know, certainly have a discussion. But if she's into it, um, she'll have to find a way to adjust to the coach. But um, I would really have her check in with herself first. And okay. maybe a weekend or more where she's not thinking about it. Have a little space in between the routine. Um, okay. But overall, to back to your original question, it feels mostly like pressure, both of them. Do you see them coming out of it? I mean, um, Well, for Haley, I think having a break from school is the most important thing, and that's coming up here pretty quick. And your daughter, um, your other daughter, the cheerleading one. Kelly, um, she puts a different kind of pressure on herself, and um, will she pull out of it? Um, yeah, I think she will, and to tell you the truth, I think she may not quit immediately, but I think she might change direction and do something else, Okay. and I think that will help her. Okay. Okay. Gosh, it's, thank you so and much. I'm telling you, being a mom is heavy lifting. <laughs> Ah, jeez. It doesn't know, get I easier when so they get older. They put so much pressure on themselves, and I, I, I don't know if I'm the one that's doing it or not, and I'm just feeling 
so upset. I would never have Kelly do this cheerleading if she didn't love it. I really wouldn't. Well, so it's just you know, but I wouldn't be afraid to still be a mom and intervene a bit because sure. you know our kids are so smart and they're so grown up, and we think that they can manage, but they really can't. They don't really yeah. have the perspective yet to sometimes make hard choices and decisions. I know. And so you I'll can even say something. <laughs> Well, you could say, you know what, we're going to put an end to the cheerleading because you are just under too much pressure. And so in that way, you kind of say you're just being a bad guy. And that makes it easier for her to get focused on what her true feelings are. And, um, you know, so you could say, I'm going to pull the plug here because your health and well-being is far more important to me than anything else. And I don't see that it's being managed properly. And then see if that helps her self-correct. Sure. You okay. sound like you're probably you a really nice, good mom. So. <laughs> oh well, I I try to be. It's really hard. You know, it's hard to be a mom. So. Well, but don't be too nice. Yeah. No. Well, you're allowed. To, being a bad guy sometimes it goes a long way, and I don't mean mean. Just saying, no. you know, I love you so much. I'm going to pull the plug and then see what that does. No, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> good luck, so Laura. Much. Thank yes, you so I'm much. Yes, I'm going to need it. All right. Thank you. Yes. Uh huh. Bye. Yeah, it certainly doesn't get easier to be a parent. Um, you know, once your kids are grown and, you know, they start, um, you know, you can see that they can be autonomous and all that. That's helpful. But, you know, they still need us. You know, they still need our, our guidance and our wisdom. And they may be a little resistant to it because they think they're so smart. And they are. But that's what we're here for, to keep intervening until it's clear they don't need us to intervene anymore. Okay, let's, we're going to stay in California. Well, we weren't in California. We were in Colorado, but California, where I live, we're going to talk to, it looks like, Lily. Did I say that correctly? You did. Hi. Thank Hi, you. Welcome. And I, I am um, in, the, um, in Monterey, and, oh, I'm, and I'm looking for a, I'm a nurse, and I am looking for a new outlet. Um, outreach, something creative, something that um, I was interested in working forensics uh, with the prison system and wanted to know if that would be the direction guides are sending me or should I, I'm just up in the air right now. I feel like I'm a monkey brain. (laughs) Well, there isn't any reason you couldn't. Do, are you talking about like um, literacy programs at the prison or what do you mean? Nursing. Yeah. Oh, uh, nursing. Nursing, okay. with the, nursing uh, forensically with the um, county or nearby counties. Um, or that sounds so hard. Else. That sounds so it hard. Don't, hard you want so, don't you want something that's a little more fun? I mean, I do actually. Um, yeah. I'm looking at availability right now and and the hours that I want. Okay. I I've done my time. I'm tired of weekends, but I I realize that there are going to be times where I'll have to. Um, I'm very creative. We are just finalizing the remodel in our house, and I'm kind of chomping at the bit to start bringing a little more extra income in. Unless the universe has something different in mind. I am open to anything. <laughs> You'll be sorry you said that. I'm kidding. Um, no, no, I refresh. 
you know, you're such a by-the-book type of gal in certain ways. I mean, you're a stand-up person, and you like to play by the rules, even though you've got a broad mind and a broad perspective. And I'm wondering if you just need a little, I don't want to say downtime, but I mean time to do a little more exploration uh, and, and okay. open the box a bit more than to just okay. your, your current skill set. There's got to be so many different ways you can apply yourself and get your needs met at the same time earn an income. And you're not showing me one specific thing other than that you really need to have some fun. It's just like to go back into heavy focus application of some sort <laughs> just feels like a mistake. Okay. Have, you, have you thought okay. about anything else really outside the box? Has anything come across your mind that you said, oh, no, that's not possible? Um, something so totally unrelated to healthcare. Um, I I refurbish furniture. I go like to the junkyards, the garage sales, and someone told me uh, I should be blogging and making. Uh, I'm learning woodworking through my husband. I'm building my own saloon. <laughs> um, I love it. But, but now this sounds uh, fun. I'm having fun just listening to you talk about it. <laughs> I'm just really crafty, and um, I'm <laughs> wondering if I should. I am. I do jewelry work. I um. I am what. Part of my desire is working on a nonprofit organization that allows travel for children who cannot afford to go do so. That came about when my son was in eighth grade. And they went on a Washington, D.C. trip, and so many people wanted to take their children but couldn't financially. Right. I mean, it's $2,700. And, um, but the one, I mean, gosh, if I had the money, I would have just swooped them up and taken them. Because I think travel is so important for especially young people to broaden their minds um, and learn diplomacy and learn about other cultures and learn about themselves. Um, And I really felt for the lady that you were speaking to beforehand because sometimes you have to be the mean guy. Right. And it makes you look like you're the heavy. Right. (laughs) But in reality, the lesson for them is they'll learn through it. They'll learn their own desires. Um, well, look at, um, yeah, no, you know what? You have so many gifts and talents, but you, what you're, what you just said to me is two different things. I mean, you're talking about a philanthropic sort of um, thing to uplift the kids, which it sounds like it's a passion, a personal passion that would take. You know, it's not that you couldn't organize something like that, but there's no money in it for you, um, and it sounds like you need well, something that has the money. But this other craft piece that you talked about. That I would love for you to explore more fully to see how you could bring in a few dollars while doing that. Because you could always return to the nursing and have those other options. But there's just like you said, how travel is so important for all the various reasons, you exploring this little sector of creativity, I think there's something in that for you as well that you won't know until you get into. But that's that's my hit off of your energy. And you desperately need to have some fun. I don't mean desperately like, I mean, you're a fun person, but you make fun wherever you are. But I'm just saying you deserve to have some fun. And I think you would. And then you might take it a certain distance, this craft somehow, whatever, 
and then you decide, well, no, I guess I'm ready to go back and do, you know, put on my boots again. <laughs> and, and, but, you know, I would love for you to give that to yourself. That's, that's my hit off of you. Okay. All right. Well, I was thinking about the children making their crafts and selling it and, and the profit, you know, they get a little piece, but the majority of the profit would go to the nonprofit and then be able to take these children on travel and things like that. Hey, well, look at I'm I'm all for it. I worked in nonprofit for a, a period of time, and uh, it's a whole another can of worms. But if you have the energy, I'm not going to say no. I'm, I'm not going to say yes. <laughs> okay, I, I think I, I I feel better. Better, better decision. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great to hear from you, Lily. Have a great day. Thank you. Good weekend. Yeah. That was fun. Some people you can just tell are just like a barrel, barrel of monkeys, barrel of fun. Okay, let's head to Florida. Stacy, welcome. Hi. Hi. Hello. So, what's happening? just wanted to know um, if you see a residential move coming up for me, please. From where to where? I mean, do you have a destination in mind or just want to see in general if you're moving? Just in general if I'm moving. Okay. Let's look. Where are you, by the way? Where are you in Florida? I'm in West Palm Beach. Oh, okay. Well, why would you want to move from there? Wow. Okay. Let's look. No. It would be local, you know, from okay. one area to another. Um, I do see you moving, actually, but not for a few months. Okay. But yeah, I do see you later in the year here, maybe September-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could certainly put that in motion, just put a little will and a little intention behind it, and you're not going to have any trouble creating a space that you would be happy with. Okay. So, in other words, yes, <laughs> I do see a move for you. <laughs> it's time. I've been yeah. here for like 10 years, 11, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Well, then go for it. Be brave. You can make it yeah, happen. Okay. I think the time is right. Okay. All right, yeah. right Stacy. Thanks for the call. Have a great Thank weekend. You. I appreciate it. Okay. Another Florida. Okay, Samantha, you're going to really test me here. You have a question about a mechanic and a vehicle? Um, okay. Let me put on my past, gloves for this one. <laughs> for the past week, I've been supposedly getting my car fixed, but every time I drive it say, like just this morning my brother was driving the car and it stalled in the middle of the turning lane oh. and the guy came to help push it in front of our house and they're out there like trying to repair it or what they so they say oh. and it's just frustrating and I just want to know like are they even like equipped to actually fix it or do I just have to go to another person because I mean, it's it's a 2002 Toyota Camry, so it's not the newest car, but it's still, I feel, in good condition. And 
I just want it fixed. I just don't have the energy or the time to continue to keep talking to someone that says they know what they're doing, but I feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm just really frustrated. Yeah, I would definitely try a different mechanic. I, I, you know, I don't know that the person is misleading you, but I'm wondering if, you know, they're either busy or something's up that they're missing things or, you know, I, I'm not quite sure, but something feels off. And it's not they're trying to, on purpose, mess with you, but you might just want to try someone new if you can, if you can get a referral somewhere for the next round. Um, the car does have some more problems and it doesn't look like it looks like you can drive it for a while and be okay and then it'll kind of have issues again so it's like you said it's an older car and i don't know how many miles it has but it just it feels like it's very sensitive so um i would say just get it up to speed and I'm, i am all for having you try it with someone else um, but i think you're gonna have some period periodic issues with it i'm sorry to say well, I mean, I do know. you think that it could last this whole year? Because, I mean, yeah, I, I do. was already thinking. Yeah, I I'm think. I'm going to have to wait yeah. to get You're another not gonna, car. Yeah, if you won't get another car till probably middle of next year, but if, you'll need to by then. If you know, Hopefully, you'll make it till the middle of next year, but um, definitely start saving. So, just keep it going. And then, you know, put your little money away and you'll probably be able to sell this for something and help you get into something else. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. It's hard. Well, hopefully, if I do bring it to another shop, do you think that they could actually fix it without it being like a huge bill? Um, you know, it'll be a little bit like going to the dentist where you have a bunch of different things that need to be done and you're going to do what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. I dropped my microphone. Um, it'll, be like, it'll be like going to the dentist. and You're just going to have to do what needs to get done and say, well, and, but at least they'll be up front with you about what everything that needs to get done and probably how long you can run on it before getting such and such fixed. So, and I think you probably do need another set of eyes so you can understand what you're dealing with. Because I don't think the other people are, you know, are giving you that bird's eye view to say, it needs this, it needs that. Or, or you could go back, I suppose, and say, look, I really need to understand everything that's going on with this car. And, you know, but I, I just have a sense you're not going to get it out of that one mechanic. Mm-hmm. Because they would have already done that, actually. Good luck, Samantha. Sorry about your trouble, but try and have a good weekend if you can. Well, I will try. Thank you. All right, love. Thanks for the call. I'm going to take a very quick break. When I get back, I will take uh, the remaining calls and questions at 917-889-2894. You're listening to Phyllis King and I'm the Common Sense Psychic. Stay with me.
Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Philistine, the Common Sense Psychic. It's Friday. Yay. So happy. Hope you guys are too and looking forward to a good weekend. Uh, I'm going to take a quick chat room, sort of a chat room question. The chat room wasn't working for a while, but it is now. Um, And S in Los Angeles wants to know about a boyfriend issue. Um, the backstory is they had a little fight about him blowing off their plans at the last minute a couple weeks ago or something like that. And they kind of worked through that. And um, here's the message. She says, uh, after the blow up, um, he apologized and I apologized. And the next day he made plans and then at the last minute. And, but we had a great time together. And uh, Monday, we flew away for work, and communication started fading and away to zero, and he's basically ignoring me now, and at this point, at this point, so he said he, she's sad, and um, she's wondering what's going on, why he just dropped off the face of the planet. Okay, let me pull in that energy. Uh, let's see. Well, you know... There's some, definitely some unspoken stuff going on here, S. I'm not saying your name because you asked me not to. Um, uh, and I think couples get into this bad habit early on that they don't really say what they need to say. And I'm not about hurting people's feelings. I don't think you just have carte blanche right to say stuff to people and be mean. You can't just say, oh, well, your breath stinks and, you know, you have no manners or you dress like a pig. You know, I don't think it's okay to say stuff like that. But you can have conversations about, you know what, I'm extremely sensitive and your hygiene, you know, I can just, it really is an issue for me. And if you could be extra clean or something or use a different deodorant, you know, there's different ways you can say things to people when something they've done has put you off. But too often we don't try to have the communication because something has bothered us. And then we end up just retreating and not having any conversation. So I think something happened between the two of you, two of you uh, while you were away or whatever that excursion was. And um, he doesn't know how to say it, doesn't know what to do about it. Um, you know. And I think some people, they just shut down. I'm sure you guys will be in contact again. I have no doubt about it. And as you can already see, he's not great with communication. Your first date... He blew off at the last minute. Your second date, he scrambled and did it at the last minute. So I think you're, you're seeing at the beginning of this relationship 
that how he manages his time and his personal space and his communication is a little subject to, you know, there's a lot of gray area in there. So your job is to not take it personally, but your job is to also start trying to bring some structure into how you communicate with one another and saying, look at, you know, you don't have to like ping me 20 times a day, but you know, once a day or every other day, it should be nice to be in touch. You know, that's just how it works. You know, I'd really appreciate it and just let someone know and see if he can be responsive. And if he can't, you know, I would move on. And, and I think I, something I said to you, this goes for men or for women, you know, when you start dating someone new, just see how they show up. You know, it's not a big, it's not rocket science. If someone really shows up for you, you know, then that's the true measure if you have a good workable partner there or not. And if they don't, then you've dodged a bullet. But I can tell with this one, you're looking at someone who's got some communication issues. Okay. So, uh, and I don't, ha I don't know that it's representative of how he feels about you per se. I think he's bad at it in general. Okay. All right. Now we're going to go to Cleveland and talk to my good friend, Russ. Russ, welcome. It's been a long time. How are you? Hi, Phyllis. Uh, good to talk to you again. Yeah. So what's happening? Uh, out of the blue, a couple of weeks ago, I got a call from a local hospital to go, come in for a polysom PRN position today. Ooh. But, so awesome. I went in for, yeah, and. And like I said, it was actually a position that I don't even remember applying for, at least recently. Uh-huh. So I'm just uh, curious to see if you can see me getting this particular one, or maybe if not this particular one, then maybe back into this field again. Um, now, are you yeah, are you working at a bank or something right now? Where are you? I had been, you know, that, that collections job I had, I got fired from in January. So I got another one I started two, or a week ago Monday. But okay. when I started a week ago Monday, it's only a 32-hour, 32-hour uh, low-pay uh, credit card corruption job. Okay. So it's not a job that I necessarily want to do long-term, but it's at least something to help pay some bills. Sure, of course. Okay, let's look. Okay, Um, okay, um, you have an opportunity coming up at um, in a hospital environment. Let's see, where are we? May, July. So when are they? What position are they hiring? For? What did they say they let you know about this position? Because if it's not uh, this one, something else is coming about. You're getting closer there. Yeah, she said she'd give me. You know, let will have HR let me know one way or the other within two or three weeks. Okay. Um, well, that yeah, would make so that, sense. Uh, Two or three weeks put you into June already, but I can see you in the environment you're looking for somewhere around the second week of July is what you're showing me right now. So you're, that was the second part of your question. Am I going to be able to get back into polysom? I think you said it. It sure looks right. like it. And you're showing me a definitive opportunity. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. Cause it's, I wouldn't mind doing it too. Cause uh, yeah, it's, ever since that, um, yeah, I'd put that off too because I had been making some respectable money at that uh, bank that, that bank collection job. But uh -huh. when they, uh, but the guy uh, made, you know, the boss made some excuses about whatever that I was bad to like four customers, so they fired me. And yet they kept around some people who they wrote, yeah they wrote up some people who are you know for doing more than what I did. 
I think wow. part of the reason why yeah, I think part of the reason why is the bank got rid of me too because you know it was stressing me out and I told my immediate supervisor that she went to her boss and her boss was the guy who fired me. Oh man. Yeah, plus her, yeah, yeah. The only thing that's kind of annoying too is they, I was the one in the department always making the the very top bonus. Wow. The department too. There was I was the only one consistently doing it at least. And wow. uh, yeah, so that might have had something else to do with it as well too. Maybe I was getting a little too expensive for him or something, and and maybe mm-hmm. he viewed me as a threat or something. I'm not. That's sort of what my feeling was as far as that goes. Well, uh, whatever. It's like it's not the right place for you anyhow. And the job that you actually want is coming around, and you're showing me it definitively. So uh, that's coming up here. So whether it's this particular opportunity, I can't say with 100% certainty, but I certainly see one in the summer coming up exactly what you want. So just kind of make it work while you can here. And cool. I love these yeah, things that come out of the blue. They're always yeah, my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice too. And then the one, the one hospital I've been trying to get in particular had like seven or eight jobs posted since like Thanksgiving. They took them all down. Never even did bring me in for an interview. So I'll, uh, wow. maybe they're just dragging their feet or something. I'm kind of hoping because that the mm-hmm. one that I've been really trying to get into pays closer mm-hmm. like twenty five bucks an hour. Cool. And, well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, look so at just, yeah, just keep working your energy. Keep doing what you're doing because you have something coming up. And I don't want you. I don't want you to attach to the outcome. I just want you to keep working your energy and keep doing what you're doing because it's working or you wouldn't have gotten this interview that you got. So um, I would just have you take that and run with it. Hey, like I said, this one was well, I was surprised too because I had interviewed with the same, you know, this hospital five years ago. That didn't go so well. And then I had to apply for it because I was thinking, you know, I was thinking back about the other energy, but I was thinking still wanting to try and get into the field. Because yeah. it's doing the same thing. It's it's because it's doing the same thing that I was doing with that small little place that I was telling you about a couple of years ago. So yeah, well, cool. Look at I'm up against the clock, but I'm um, congratulations. Let me know when things uh, pan out for you. Good news, okay. and have a great Thank weekend, Russ. Good to talk Thank to you. you. Thanks for calling. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here, whether it's live or to the download. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Phyllis King, and I am the Common Sense Psychic. Have a wonderful day and a great weekend. Mm.